Hello and welcome back to Mining Stock Daily with me, Paul Harris. Today we're talking about copper and gold exploration in Ecuador, and I have great pleasure to be joined by Marshall Koval, CEO of Lumnex Resources. Good, good afternoon, Marshall. Hey, Paul. Good to hear from you. Yeah, it's been a while since um, we've um, had a call, so a lot to get up to speed on. Um, first off, let's start from the big picture, the, the sort of you know 50,000 feet view. And um, you're exploring in southeast Ecuador at uh, your Condor North project. We're going to be talking a little bit later on in more detail about the Curie's West target there. But Condor is the, is the main target there, and that's on strike with uh, Fruta del Norte. So um, why don't we sort of go from there, and I'll let you sort of take over and sort of give us the, the sort of big picture of what we're talking about. Yeah, so we are about 35 kilometers to the south of uh, Fruta del Norte in the Pull Apart Basin there. A lot of similar geology between the two different uh, land packages, uh, Lundin, Golds, and our own. The Condor Project, if you remember, uh, is kind of the epithermal target, the Condor North area. And then we also have a, a gold copper porphyry target in Santa Barbara within the Con- Condor concessions. Combined right now, we've got about 6.6 million ounces of gold and about uh, 440 uh, million pounds of copper between the whole land package we have there. So if you focus in on uh, Condor North, which is the epithermal target, we've got 3 million ounces of gold and about 16 million ounces of uh, silver in, in all resource categories. And in 2021, we did a PEA that had a U.S. 387 million NPV at $1,600 gold, produced about 187,000 ounces of gold over a 12-year mine life. And that was a 25,000 ton per day um, plant that we looked at. And the initial capital was about 600 million. So what we've done subsequently with the, um, the Cuyas West discovery is uh, we've gone in and, and drilled uh, a similar target to our camp zone, which is an underground target, which accounted for about 25,000 tons per day of the, um, the tw- tw- it accounted for 2,500 tons per day of the 25,000 tons. And it was an underground target with about 600,000 ounces of gold in, in it. And uh, basically, we had a seven-year mine life. And so that, that camp zone accounted for about 70,000 tons per day gold equivalent over the seven years. So the significance of the uh, Cuyas West, and I think that was your next question, um, I can tie that into um, the camp zone in the broader project. But I think that gives you kind of the framework. So over to you with any other questions. Thank you, Marshall. Thanks for that overview. And uh, yeah, the Kuyas West, uh, I'd like to get into that. You put out a, a very good uh, drill result uh, of 20 meters grading 4.78 grams per ton of gold equivalent and 15 meters of 6.68 grams per ton equivalent. Good intercepts there. What does that mean for Kuyas West and what does that mean for the, the project at large? So today um, in Cuyas West, now Cuyas West is another underground target, and, you know, our, our hope is that between the camp zone and Cuyas West, we can develop a million and a half sort of ounces that would go into an underground mine plant, and we would rescope the entire uh, PEA that we put out and look at an underground target uh, initially with camp zone in Cuyas West and then bring in some of the open pit potential later 
And this new breakfast zone we discovered uh, in this recent drilling may play into that. But at Cuyas West, we've got about 26 um, drill holes to date. We put out, uh, I think through hole number 22, we put out results. To give you an idea, uh, the camp zone for the 600,000 ounces that we developed there, we had 39 holes to define that resource. Right now, we have about 10 to 12 more holes planned um, at Cuyas West to uh, to get to the point where we can start to look at a resource. So back to um, looking at the grades, you know, we over time we've had a lot of uh, intercepts that were between say five meters and 25 meters that ranged anywhere from five grams to 30 grams per ton in this Cuyas West structure. So it's a fairly strong structure that's held together. Uh, it's related to breaches and, and most of the mineralization is in the hanging wall. And we cut a couple hundred meters in three different holes each of over one gram per ton in this newly discovered breaches zone. And if you look at it in the context from near the surface, in, in a vertical sense, it's about 100, 125 meters, this breaches zone from the surface, whereas the Cunha's West veins pretty much go to the surface. And uh, so we're really excited about the kind of results we have. But Scott, you might want to comment from your perspective on, uh, on what you've seen there and, and help guide people to where they can look in more detail on some of these results. Yeah, sure. I mean, basically, uh, with what we've seen, we're halfway through the program and, uh, it seems to be holding up well. And I encourage everyone to go to, uh, luminexresources.com or, uh, follow us on Twitter or LinkedIn, uh, where we have pretty regular updates on the Cuyas West drilling and, uh, other drilling that's happening in the company. Uh, thank you, Scott. That's uh, Scott Hicks, uh, SVP Business Development, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So, um, You've got the potential, depending on the results, to rescope the PEA. What sort of potential timeline are we talking out to be able to, you know, define some resources at Queers West and then potentially to incorporate that into a, a rescoped PEA? So what we're looking at right now is sort of the, between the drilling and some metallurgical testing programs that we would look at um, is to carry us through the end of the year. In addition, we're drilling this Prometador zone, which has uh, never been drilled, and it has uh, rhyolite dikes and some open pit targets. The rhyolite dikes uh, breaches are what we saw at the camp zone, and so we're putting a couple holes in into that area as we speak. Um, we've got two drill rigs going, so that will probably carry us through most of the uh, rest of the year along with the metallurgy program. And then once we have those results, we'll kind of see where we sit and what we look at uh, going forward. So possibly next year for some, some more substantial studies coming out. Yeah, and, and obviously, depending on the drill results, I mean, we're really encouraged by this Cuyas West zone and, and the high-grade uh, numbers we're getting there. It's like to give you an example, uh, the camp zone, the 600,000 ounces was about 3.45 um, grams per ton gold equivalent was the average grade. And we're seeing much higher grades in this Cuyas West area. So, um, you know, if we continue through this drilling program, uh, the 10 to 12 holes we have to go in the current plan, uh, we'll continue to look at, uh, you know, if it's really good results, continue to drill there. So, 
Right now, it's it's a drill bit story uh, rather than the remake of the PEA, but I think we're pretty excited about where we're headed. Okay, you, you raised twelve and a half million Canadian in February. Um, that, does that fully fund you for this year? Um, how, how much drilling will you do with that? Go ahead, Scott. Yeah, so that was uh, that was actually Paul one of these new life offerings. Um, so yeah, we put up a twelve month budget there um, that, that included ten thousand two hundred meters of drilling, and, and the split there was kind of nine thousand at Coast West and, and twelve hundred at Permetador. So um, you know we're almost through those meters at Permetador now, and uh, as I mentioned, about halfway through the, the Coast West program. So that that would fund us up to early twenty four. Okay, thank you, Scott. Now, um, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, bring up or, or talk about the, uh, the the joint venture with Anglo-American or the, the earning with Anglo-American, perhaps a better way to phrase that. Um, they, they started drilling this year to the Pegasus project and specifically on the Medusa target. Um, and any news on how that's going and when we can potentially see some results from that? Scott, you want to handle that? Yeah, so they were, they, uh, started drilling in January. Um, you know, it, it, uh, it has been a little slower, I think, than they anticipated. Um, as you might know, Paul, there was some very heavy rain in Ecuador and also an earthquake. Uh, and I do believe that that did slow down their drilling a little bit. Um, but, uh, they're, they're back at it now. Um, so, you know, unfortunately, you no. Know, really control the timelines on the assay releases because they're operator like we would with our own projects. But, you know, we're hoping uh, to, to get some news of this quarter or next uh, from Anglo. Okay. And, and that project's more in central Ecuador, isn't it? That's right. So for those familiar with Ecuador, it's, it's by Adventist's projects, just a little bit to the, the east in central Ecuador. And, and it is a very large land package. Um, so, uh, they're working half of the land package right now, which is over 30,000 hectares, and they've developed about eight uh, different copper gold porphyry targets on that. So they're drilling the first target now called uh, Medusa, which is in the far northwest area of the Pegasus concessions. Excellent. Well, it sounds like there's going to be a lot more news to come from Luminex uh, throughout the year. Luminex resources trade on the TSXV under LR and on the OTCQX under LUMIF. Marshall Colval, CEO, and Scott Hicks, uh, SVP Business Development. Thank you both for joining us today. Thanks a lot, Paul. Thanks. And that's all from me, Paul Harris. Stay tuned for more from Mining Stock Daily. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.